All right, welcome to Yas McQueen. This is Dean McQueen Ruark, the Vice President of Student Affairs at Kentucky Wesleyan, and this is my podcast where I get to interview student leaders on our campus. So I'm really excited to have Senior Eric Lyons on the couch today. Um, to talk to him about his involvements on campus and how he's about to get out of here and how he feels about that. So, Eric, can you just do me a favor and introduce yourself, where you're from, your major, and those kind of things? Absolutely. Well, good morning. Uh, my name is Eric Lyons. As Dean McQueen said, I'm a senior. I'm from Hinderville, Indiana. Uh, my major is chemistry, um, and I've been at Kentucky Wesleyan for the past three years and getting ready to graduate. It's, it's getting pretty sad and also kind of real. Um, I just... You know, you, you dream about moments and graduation of college is definitely one of them. Um, but it's like the further or the closer we get, sorry, like the more real it gets. Yeah. And that's just a, a really weird feeling. So. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like a weird mix. If I mean, it's been a long time since I graduated from college, but it was like a weird mix of excitement, you know, for like whatever was next. And then also a little bit of sad because I know people like you are very connected on campus, mm. have really good relationships here. So it's just a transition. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. OK, so um, how f you said you're from Henderville, Indiana, Henryville, Henryville. Yes, OK, so how far away is that? It's about two, two and a half hours. Uh, it's about 30 minutes north of, of Louisville. So. Um, I was born in Carrollton, Georgia. Okay. Um, and my family has moved around because of my dad's job. He's a high school teacher, a oh. uh, football coach. And so uh, we lived in Louisville uh, right after I was born in Georgia. So we moved to Louisville for about eight years. Um, and then after Louisville, we, we moved to Hinterville, Indiana. Um, but I, I went to high school in Louisville. So I re we really just moved to Indiana mm -hmm. and then did everything in Louisville. So I went to high school. My sister went to high school there. Okay. Both my parents worked in Louisville. Okay. Um, and so Hinderville was just kind of like that. We live on a golf course. Okay. Um, and that was like my dad's dream, yeah. so to speak. And so uh, he lives out on a golf course. He doesn't, he does not play a lot of golf. He just likes the views and to, to we see live on it. a golf course and I've never yeah. played golf either, but it is nice. It, yes. There's something nice about it. Yes. Sounds a little bougie, but it, there, <laughs> it's, it, very it is, bougie. it's a nice community. Yes. It's very, um, yes. so what high school did you go to in Louisville? I went to St. Xavier, okay. um, and Louisville is an all male so school. So, oh, yes. all, I want to talk to you about that sometime. What <laughs> yes. an all male high school. Okay. Well, let's just talk about it now. What was that like? Did you like it? The all male environment? Yeah, it was definitely different. So in grade school, obviously co-ed um yeah. and then going into high school I knew um and then in Louisville it's not that strange yeah. um so talking to people here it's like oh my gosh you went to an all-male school like that's really weird well in Louisville there's like three okay there's three all-male schools and there's four all-female schools okay. um so my sister actually went to an all-female school um and I loved going to all-male school I think it was just um the brotherhood was just just different and mm -hmm. just being around my teammates literally all the all the time eating together with them it was awesome um, but with that being said, there's a time and a place for everything. And so like when I came to K-Dub and it was co-ed, that became like, I like that better than I liked all male yeah. because then I began to form relationships <laughs> with people who like I didn't get to in high school. Right. Yeah. So like my, my opposite gender interaction was just different. You know, like yeah. I didn't, I didn't talk to many girls in high school. Yeah. It was just, I didn't <laughs> see was, them I, a lot. I can see how there maybe wouldn't be as many distractions yes. in that environment. Yeah. Um, and there you probably not, have different conversations about. I don't know, being a guy in an all-male environment. Right. It's hard to explain. Yeah, yeah. It, it was definitely different, and I did enjoy it, but it, it was nice that it wasn't, it wasn't like that was my whole, like I wasn't going to go to an all-male yeah. college. Yeah, Like for sure it was like, I, I'm not doing that. Um, and my sister would say similar things about the all-female experience. Like it was different. You know, you got to have conversations that you wouldn't have with males present in a mm -hmm. classroom. Um, 
And so it definitely going to college was awesome because then I got a more holistic view of it. Like yeah. I was like, okay, now I'm getting perspectives from different sides and, and different views. And, and that definitely made everything better. And so I, I do, I would recommend all male for a little bit, but yeah. I, d I would not <laughs> do an all male school for like ever all the time. No. Well, that's what I worked. No. Um, one of my first jobs at a college, I was a residence director at an all female college in mm -hmm. North Carolina. Um, and there is something different about that environment. Um, you know, especially for women in an all women institution, they're more likely to, you know, it, women are less likely to like speak up in class and those kind of things. Sure. So if you remove the males, nobody's going to talk if a female isn't talking. Right. So there's a little, yeah. So I can see how that would work the same way um, for males. So, okay. So how did you pick Kentucky Wesleyan? How did you get here? Yeah, that's a great story. Honestly, I didn't decide that I was coming to Kentucky Wesleyan until May 1st of my senior year. Oh, so wow. it was really like I graduated probably like May 15th. And so like 14 days before that, I decided where I was going to go to school. Um, always wanted to play baseball. Always wanted to play football, honestly. Oh, um, I that. And so I didn't, you know, there was nothing that really like was solidified at the time. I was going through a recruiting process and it was stressful for sure. Um, and I was just trying to find the right place financially, the right place, you know, where I felt like Same. it was home. Mm -hmm. The people were great because uh, I had a great experience in high school and I wanted that same experience in college too. And so it, it took a long time. Um, and I wanted to find the place that was going to be right for me. Um, you know, I, I'm sure a lot of people know, if you don't know me, then you don't know, but my dad is an alum. Mm -hmm. Um, my uncles are an alum and I have an aunt that's an alum. So, oh, wow. uh, and I have a cousin who's a freshman that goes here right now. Oh, I didn't know that. Who's your cousin? Uh, John Patrick payment. Okay. Yes. Oh, he's on SGA. Yes. His dad's in the military. He right? is. Okay. That all is right. my uncle who graduated from here. Oh, Tim I didn't Payment. know that. Okay. This, yes. It's all coming full circle now. Yes. Okay. Sorry to interrupt you. No, no, that's fine. Yeah. But, um, so what I had had ties to Wesleyan before I even was looking at colleges. So my dad is in, inducted into the athletic hall of fame oh, wow. in 2014 or 15 for baseball, uh, for football, football, okay. football here. Um, and so I came on, that was like the first time that I came onto campus. Um, and we were just going through different, you know, scenarios of him and, Oh, this is where we used to practice. <laughs> this is where, you know, I had class and this is where I, you know, me and my buddies would hang out. Um, and so that is just like ingrained in my memory. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like a super like important moment at the time. You know, I was just like, Oh, I'm happy for my dad. This is a great moment for him. Yeah. Um, but then as we were, as I toured here in late April of my senior year, I started to think like, okay, these are, this is his spots and maybe these might be my spots too. Um, and so then, you know, I, I just talking with coach Lil pop, um, coach Kirkland, coach Mantooth. And then, and then this just, this just became the place for me. Yeah. Um, and it just start, sort of all fell in together. I didn't know anybody uh, coming to Kentucky Wesleyan. And so that, that part of it stressed me out a little bit, but also excited me because, you know, I, I knew people obviously in Louisville and I knew people going to my high school. Um, and I kind of wanted to not really a fresh start, but something different. Yeah. Something that was going to be out of my comfort zone a little bit, mm -hmm. you know, going far away, um, not super far away, but far enough away. Um, and being on my own, living on, on campus was a big thing for me. I didn't want to live at home. I didn't want to, not be off campus. I wanted to be on campus. I wanted yeah. to be involved and stuff. Um, and so Kentucky Wesleyan really offered everything that I was looking for yeah. in terms of being able to play a sport, uh, being able to live on campus and being able to have involvement within mm -hmm. the activities and the organizations that were present on campus. It was really just, uh, 
I didn't know how well it fit until I got to campus. Yeah. It's well, you've awesome. taken like full advantage. We're going to talk more about that, but you've well, taken full you. advantage of everything. Um, you're going to be a big loss when you graduate. We'll, we'll be excited that you're an alum though. Yes. Um, okay. So what did you say your major is? I'm sorry. Chemistry. And so what, what, is, what are your next steps after Kentucky Wesleyan? Yes. So I've been, uh, I've wanted to be an optometrist oh. um, since I was in high school. And then uh, I started out as a biology major here at, at campus. Um, and changed the next semester to chemistry just because I like the math side of it more. Um, and so I took um, took all the classes to to try to and apply for optometry school. Mm-hmm. I applied to optometry school, and I got into the uh, University of Alabama, Birmingham. Oh, nice. Yes. I didn't know that. Congratulations. Yes. Thank that's you. That's great. And so that's where I'll be attending in August. I'm super excited. I really uh, excited is like, a small word. I'm like, yeah. so I'm, I'm pumped up. I'm, I'm really excited. I'm excited um, for you. That's awesome. Um, yeah. I'm really good friends with an eye doctor in town. Who's an alum, Elizabeth Mozzie Martin. I'm yes. not sure if you've so met her. She's my mentor. She's been oh, great. She's wonderful. She's, yeah. She's, she's fantastic. Just, um, but she and I talk about, I mean, because they're, they need more eye doctors, even like in this area and yes. stuff. So how many, how many years of school is that? Three? It's three years in a residency. Okay. Uh, and so it's usually four. Usually okay. it takes people four. Um, and it's all year round too. So it's in the summer and but I'm excited. I've I've been to Birmingham once, mm-hmm. um, and it was beautiful, and the people were exceptional, just so nice and friendly, and the area just seemed really cool. So I'm excited. I'm definitely gonna be sad to leave Owensboro and to go a little further south, and but you know, again, I'm excited for the different opportunities. So. Do you know anybody down there? No. Anybody who's okay? So no. that'll be a complete. But yes, I have no worries about you. Oh. That's exciting. I didn't know that. So yes. congratulations. Thank Sorry, you. I didn't tell you that sooner because I no, had no that's idea. Okay. That's you can be my doctor, my eye doctor. That anytime. would be great. I would love. Well, that. and what's nice about an eye doctor, and Elizabeth and I have talked about this, is you get to help people. You get all the things about like being a physician and helping people, but it's maybe less um, stressful hours than like a primary care. Or Absolutely. Like, um, but you can really help people, and I didn't know this because like I don't do science but she was like you can tell a lot about a person's health from their eyes like yes. she, they, she helps like diabetes um and other stuff so that's really cool Eric yeah. and you're gonna be great at that well, you have such good it. people skills <laughs> well, oh my gosh you. I'm just so excited for you okay um <laughs> all right so you are involved in like eight million things on campus um <laughs> In fact, you're an Oak and Ivy alum for the second, or not alum, um, nominee for the second yes. time. So that's exciting. That um, that ceremony will happen uh, in April. Yes, ma'am. Um, one of the things I want you to talk about, though, is you're involved as the GMAC rep for SAC, right? The Student yes. Athletic Advisory Correct. Council or Committee? Committee. Committee. Okay. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what that means um, and then why you chose to get involved with SAC? Absolutely. So I was a SAC rep for baseball um, last year. It was my first year doing SAC. So every team has like two yes, reps. Yes, correct. Okay. Yeah, every team has two reps, um, and they kind of you know delegate to their teammates what we're talking about in SAC, mm-hmm. um, what's going on in campus, and then what's also going on through the GMAC SAC. And then the the amazing part is Wiley has been so influential in Division Two SAC right. and his status and and the way that he's been able to just be a super big figure and an influence and and just it's been awesome. Um, and so we really have so much, you know, to learn from what he has to say and all the meetings that he goes to. And mm-hmm. so we're able to just uh, just talk about that in different SAC meetings and just relay that to our teams and the, and the different legislation. So I really got into SAC because of Wiley mm-hmm. um, and he's one of the, he's a great friend of mine. He's one of the people who have 
was an influence to me. He was like, oh, you should do this. And I didn't know, I had never done anything like it. I, I never knew what it was about. Yeah. Um, and then GMAC was the same way. Um, when they were looking for people to bring to the retreat and then in July, he, you know, asked if I could do it and would want to be a GMAC rep. And I was like, oh, absolutely. I like, I'd like to learn about it and see what, it, what goes on. Um, because up until then, my only interaction with other people from the conference was competition. Right. And so, uh, going there with Karina and him and, and was just, uh, it was definitely unique. And to hear the different perspectives from the teams, um, we did different mental health training. Um, and I think that was crucial. Um, and it really was just a holistic view. D2 is, is yes, it's about sports, but it's also about what you can do for your community and what you can do for your campus. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's really what we try to bring back, right? What does, what do different schools in the GMAC do that we can do at Wesleyan to help improve not only student athletes life, but all students life. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that was just, it was, it was really special. Um, and I'm, I was thankful to be a part of that. Thankful to hear from the different schools and the people who spoke <laughs> about, okay, this is what works at our school. Sorry. This is what works at our school. Um, how can we translate that and work it at other institutions? And, yeah. And it was, it was really special. So how often do you, so you and Karina, there's two of you that are our GMAC reps, I guess. So, uh, there's a couple people at Wesleyan that can, that get on the calls for Abby Green, Jenna Burns, Karina, um, Wiley. I think that's it. I might be missing someone else. Okay. Um, but those are who I know off the top of my head. Uh, and we usually have four zoom meetings, uh, throughout the year. Okay. And that's just an update on different proposals that are going on, institute, uh, different legislation that's being passed through D Division Two, and that might be passed through GMAC. Like, we just added a new sport in the GMAC conference in Division Two and What's tumbling, tumbling. Oh, uh, so that was kind of cool. That. Okay. Yeah, so it's kind of similar to cheer from what I've been told. <laughs> I I'm not familiar with it at all, but yeah. I I thought it was interesting. A lot of like flipping around yes. and stuff. I yeah. Guess. yeah, yeah. So that that was cool. Um, and just, yeah, just different legislation. We just hop on that call on a zoom and, you know, we'll hear from Wiley, who's obviously was the president, the leader of that, um, and other people from the institutions of the GMAC. Oh, cool. I've, um, I really like working at D2 schools. My last institution was a D2 school. I know at one point their, um, like motto or whatever for D2 was life in the balance. Yes. And so I appreciate that as somebody who went to like, I went to the University of North Carolina, like big D1 right. athletics was their whole life and sure. nothing else. Um, I like that the focus in D2 is like, obviously athletics is important, but it's just a part of who you are and Absolutely. you're able, I mean, you're a baseball player, you're, you know, all these different things on campus because that's, what's going to help you after you leave here. Uh, so uh, that's, that's, that's great. That's exactly life in the balance is a perfect model. I think because you can't just be an athlete mm -hmm. like that can't just be what you do because you have to have some sort of significance that adds to that. Right. You right. can't just be a student. There has to be, you have to be more holistic. Like I, I can't remember, uh, somebody talked to me about the balance man. I think that's one of the fraternities yes, they get. on campus yeah. mm -hmm. talks about the balance man. And I think that's balance man or balance woman, sorry, yeah. whatever, but they're yeah. a fraternity. So like just the way that you can surround yourself with different parts of yourself that just aren't focused on one thing, but you're just trying to be more holistic. You're trying to get I don't know, more involvement in places and not just, okay, I'm an athlete. That's all I do. Right. Because then you're not benefiting anybody. You're not even really benefiting yourself. So, well, you know, and that's going to follow you into adulthood. I mean, you can't just focus on one area of your life 
and plan to be like successful and healthy and all of those right. things. So. Absolutely. What are you most proud of from your involvement with SAC? Like, is there some an initiative you guys have done or? <clears throat> I think personally, not an initiative that I've done, but that I've been a part of that Jenna Burns has done is the Green Bandana Project. Yes. And I've seen so many athletes and students on campus with the bandana tied around their backpack. Um, and we've, <laughs> when I, when I was in high school and in, in the beginning of college, men's health was something that I was unfamiliar with. Mm -hmm. Um, yes, I went through bouts where I was sad and, but I never felt depressed. Mm -hmm. Um, and I definitely was concerned about that when other people expressed that to me because I didn't know how to handle that. But going through QPR training, going through the mental health first aid training, just different trainings. And the more that you're able to talk about mental health, I think the more that you feel comfortable talking about it mm -hmm. with other people. And so I, just to see people with that bandana on, that signifies, hey, I'm, I'm a person who's been trained in this and who you can approach if you're feeling whatever, any sort of illness or any sort of whatever you're going through, you're able to approach me. I think that's that's exceptional. And that's been really cool. Just to, I think that's been really good for the campus community in general. Yeah. To be able to say, look, I, I'm going through something and I'm not afraid to share it with other people because the more that you, I feel like the more that you bottle stuff in, the worse it's going to get. Yeah. So just, just that overall, like breaking the stigma of mental health, so to say, I think that's been really influential and that really just hasn't been a sack thing. That's been a campus wide thing mm -hmm. that we've done. Um, and so that's been really cool to see. Well, it's funny you say that because just on the way over here, I saw Jenna Burns walking and I saw her green bandana on her backpack and then there was another student. Um, and so I was thinking about the green bandana project. So if people don't know that the students, like Eric said, go through the QPR training or mental health first aid training, and then they get the green bandana that they put on their backpack. And then that signifies to other students who might be struggling that this is somebody who they can talk to, who has those skills, who have right. that training. Um, and so you're right. That has, that has been really impactful, I think, for the whole campus, even just um, <clears throat> for people to talk about it. Absolutely. Um, Talia Walton has a podcast that she does. And I know that um, she talked last semester about just like mental health, specifically for athletes mm -hmm. um, and some of the, the, the different struggles that athletes have and how people just don't talk about it enough. So I think just the awareness that the Green Bandana Project, I think that does a lot for people. Um, Definitely. So that's really, yeah, I agree with you. That's a great accomplishment for y'all. Okay. So you're also an RA on campus. <laughs> you're a, are you a G group leader or an yes. intern for campus ministries or both? I uh, both really. I'm a G group leader, uh, and I help orchestrate G groups. Okay. So to an extent. You're the head G group leader. Kinda. Um, and then you're a tutor for what class? Uh, I haven't been a tutor. I tutored organic chemistry the first semester last year, but I haven't been a tutor sounds, in a while. Organic chemistry sounds awful. It, is yeah, there anything else tough. I'm missing that you do on campus? Uh, SOS leader. Oh that yeah, was, that's right. You are a student orientation yeah. leader. Okay. So what are your favorite things about those other involvements? Being an RA has been a wild ride, yeah, uh, to say the least. <laughs> and um, man, it's been awesome, and and it's been bad at some points, but that's everything. Yeah. You're gonna have ups and downs with everything, but being an RA, especially on the third floor deacon, um, has been it's been special. Um, just <laughs> the way that people have been able to interact with me. Um, and just the bonds that I've been able to form and the relationships I've been able to form as an RA, just unique. And, and the people, it's just, I love community building. And that's one of the reasons that drew me to being an RA is that, you know, 
you want to make the place that you live different, stand mm-hmm. out a little bit. And how do you do that? Well, you got to build a relationship with people. You got to show them that you care. And, and when you do that, then I feel like that catches on. Yeah. And, and then, and the great things about Deacon third floor is that was already up there when I was up there mm-hmm. is that those guys, you know, the Sammies and, and the other residents of the third floor, they had that mindset going into it is that, you know, we want this place to be a welcome environment. We don't care who you are. We just want you to, to, to be loved on and to just benefit from a great environment. And man, that's just the best part about being an RA is that you just have a hand in that and get to see it work and get to see how it changes people's lives in college. Because when you're, when you're away from home and you're away from mom and dad, grandma, grandpa, whoever it is, it's scary and you're nervous and you're you're like I am. You feel like maybe this isn't the right place for me. And as soon as someone shows you some encouragement or love, you're like, okay, this is, this is the place where I'm supposed to be. So I'm going to miss being an RA a lot. It's going to be, it's going to be hard for me. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to miss the <laughs> certain things, the about certain being things of being an <laughs> yeah. RA. Uh, but I am going to miss the people and I'm going to miss, uh, like I, like I said earlier, living on campus was important to me. I didn't want to move off campus. Uh, I wanted to be on campus. I wanted to know people. I wanted to be involved. Uh, so uh, being an RA is, and then, and that goes hand in hand with being an SOSer. I think SOSers have the first line, you know, yep. when you meet people, that's who they see. That's what they think of when they see K-Dub is you. That's the, their first impression. Um, so RA, SOSer, those have been my two favorite things for sure. That's great. You're like a commercial for those things. <laughs> I can't think of a better person to welcome students here than you, Eric. Oh, thank so. you. And that was a commercial for being an RA. Um, so I'm going to record that and apply. play that separately. Yeah, apply today. Um, okay, so I'm just going to get into some like icebreaker just get to know you better sure. questions. Um, all right, if you could l- listen to music by only one artist for the rest of your life, what artist would you choose to listen to and why? That's a very easy answer. Um, I'm wearing the T-shirt right now. The band Camino. I don't even know who that is. I'm so uh, old. <laughs> <laughs> it's an alternative like rock band. Just awesome vibes. Really cool music. Um, my sister and I, so my sister and I went to a music festival in Louisville called Forecastle, mm-hmm. and they were kind of just, you know, one of the bands off to the side stage, and we were like, we were like, this is awesome. So yeah. we were just, we were enjoying it the whole time. Um, we didn't get a chance to see them for a while because of COVID. And then we saw them, uh, in the summer last year, me and her went to Cincinnati and watched them. Uh, and they're, they're sensational. They're, they're my favorite for sure. I've probably got like 10 of their songs liked on my Spotify. They've been my number one artist for the last two years. So okay, I'm gonna have to listen to them. I always learn about people I've never heard about in these conversations with students. Cause I listen to nineties music still for the most part. So. <laughs> That's good too though. Well, um, it's like retro now, which is really depressing for me. Uh, Forecastle. So is that like one of those festivals where like people go and camp out there or no? Is it just you just go? I, th- I think people can camp out there. I've never camped out there because I just live in Louisville yeah. or around Louisville. You just go in so, for the day. and then Yeah, I just go in for the day. But it is like an all day thing. It's like their first show starts at maybe like 11 or 12. Okay. And then the last show headlines at like maybe like 11 or midnight, like. I saw the Killers there one year. Oh wow! 
That was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. I really like Brandy Carlisle. Does that mean anything to you? She performed there. She performed there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I've thought about going, but I was like, is this one of those things where like people are going to be like dirty and have slept here for days? Because that's not my vibe. Yeah. It's a little bit like that. But (laughs) all right. Okay. Cool. Like the flowers in their hair. Yeah. It's very. Yeah. You're like, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. What is the best movie or TV show that you've watched recently? Hmm. I. Do you watch much? I don't have stuff? a TV in my room, but oh, I do watch. You. Yeah, that's helped a lot with studying yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> so I I do watch The Chosen on my uh, which is the series. It's an app really. Okay. Um, that just portrays Jesus's life, and it's not really. It's kind of from the perspective of Jesus, but it's really from the perspective of his disciples. Interesting. And the people he call, and so you just get to see Jesus kind of work, and it's it's super well done. Is the it a show, like a series. It's a show, yeah. So it's okay. yeah. So it's on. It's on the. It has its own app, um, that you can download. It. It's free, and mm. there have been close to I want to say millions of views. I'm sure there's been a lot of views of this show, um, but the acting is just really well done. And you know, sometimes in religious portrayals of Jesus, you can have like kind of like cheesy acting. Yeah. I'm like, you know, yeah, yeah. and it's like, oh, that that's <laughs> nice. It's a good message, but the acting's just not there. The acting in this one's really well done. Really good quality. Um, it's emotional. It's hard hitting. Uh, it makes you, it, it puts the words of the Bible into real life. And mm-hmm. so you're actually seeing Jesus go out of his way to help people or, you know, Jesus preach a sermon and people be like, what? That doesn't make sense. And it's just really, it's really cool okay. because you can read something all you want and, you know, sometimes it doesn't stick in, but once you see it, it's like, Wow, that's really and it. I uh, yeah, I would recommend it to anyone. I've been, uh, I I just finished the first season. I'm going through the second season. I think there's three seasons. Okay. Um, but it's really well done. I really enjoy it. I hadn't even heard about that. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm learning a lot from you today. <laughs> All right, what is one thing that you think most people would not know about you? Something that people don't know about me. I have a tough time speaking in front of people. Really? Yes. It's been it's been something that I've had to cultivate. Uh, and really challenge myself to do is that I get extremely nervous Okay. talking in front of people. And I would say I'm probably an introvert, but I knew that I had to not change that about myself, but challenge that about myself. Yeah. And so coming to college, I, every time somebody asked me to speak or do something, I was like, yeah, I'm going to, tr- I'm going to do that. And so it got easier for me. It's still hard to speak in front of people and to talk and, and to be in the spotlight, so to say. Yeah. Um, but it, it's difficult, but I knew that I had to challenge myself and get out of, like, I'm, I'm big about getting out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Obviously I love being comfortable. I love to lay back and chill out, but like, I feel like I grow the best and I, I'm at my best when I'm challenged a little yeah. bit. I was just going to say, you have the best mindset. It's a growth mindset, right? Yes. Like you have to, to push yourself and I'm, yeah. For sure. You know, public speaking is like the number one fear that oh, people it's, have. Um, it stresses me out for sure. <laughs> I do it all the time. And I still, yeah. every time I get really nervous and people are like, what? And I'm like, no, I get really nervous beforehand. But sometimes yep. I think the nerves are good. Absolutely. Right? Like they, for sure. I don't know. They get I like that little rush. I feel it's like playing a sport. Like when I'm talking to somebody or a group of people, like I get a little bit of like a. Like you're getting up to bat. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> like, like a little, feeling. little yeah. like, oof. <laughs> So <laughs> I wish y'all could see a little, Ooh, he just did. Okay. <laughs> um, what do you, what would you say has been the best thing about your time at Kentucky Wesleyan? Definitely the people. I think, uh, 
like I said, when I was looking for a college, high school, I had so many great teachers and people in the building and, and friends and teammates that I was like, I'd, it's time, you know, there's a season for everything. And it was a time for me to leave high school, but I wanted that same feeling. I wanted to have relationships with people. I wanted people to, uh, you know, not just be a, Hey, how are you doing? I wanted to, I wanted a personal relationship. Um, and gosh, KWC is just, they, that's what it is. And that's what draws people to it. It's not just uh you're not just a person you're, you're involved. You have meaning you have say, and you just, I mean, there are so many people on this campus that, that care about what they do. Right. Mm-hmm. And they, and they are intentional about they, what they do. And beyond that, I can't ask for much more from a campus and a community or people that I'm involved with. Like, if you care about what you do and you're intentional about what you are, that's perfect. Yeah. That's that's all I could ask for. So that, man, that's been the best part is just seeing the way that people care about what they do, like mm-hmm. really care about what they do. Well, okay, so last question then on that note. Is there anybody on campus that you want to thank for impacting your experience here the last Ooh, few years? There's a lot of people for sure. I yeah. mean, there's a lot of names. I mean, you you named Elizabeth Mozzie Martin. She's been since. I mean, great. Yeah. She's awesome. Um, she helped me a lot in the process. All, definitely all the all the professors I've had in, mm-hmm. in the science building and, and out of the science building. I mean, we're a liberal arts school. So not only did I get my chemistry or I'm about to get my chemistry degree, but I got to go to religion class. I got to go to CJ class. I got different experiences that were just unique and, and special to me because it wasn't something that I thought I would enjoy, but I ended up enjoying it because it was different. And, and man, just, you know, it's, that's, that's the, those are the questions I, I ask myself and I think about when I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm graduating in like 90 days or 80 days or whatever it is. It's like 73 days 73 from today, days. by the way. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like those are the questions that, that make me sit in my bed and I'm like, you know, I don't want to leave anybody out because I mean, you, I could really thank everybody on this campus yeah. and then the students too. Like, it's just when you go to a place and you have such a strong connection to it and so many people that you feel like, I don't know, you just care about them. You just care about what this place does and what it, and what it means to people. Like, it's just, a lot of, lot of special, unique, one-of-ones people here. We talk about it on the baseball team all the time. Like, man, I go to K- Kentucky Wesleyan. You'll meet somebody that's one-of-one. One. Yeah. Like, that's super There's, unique. Yeah. Do, you'll never meet another person like them. I can guarantee that you, if you come here, you, you'll meet people like, like that. that. One-of-ones. One-of-ones, for sure. A lot sure. of one-of-ones. Well, Eric, it has been such a joy to talk to you. Well, um, thank you. Same. And it's been a, really a joy to get to see you. I don't know if you remember this, but Lori Etheridge, who used to be the director of Residence yes. Life, she used to talk about little baby Eric. I don't yes. know why they started calling you baby Eric. I don't know. Maybe baby face. That's why I grew the facial hair out. Yeah, you, he looks very manly right now. Y'all, thank he's got you. his baseball facial hair because he's doing well. And so that's thank why he's not his facial hair. But it's just been, it's re- been really great to see um, your growth over the last few years Thank and you. just all the different ways that you've impacted campus. And I just wish you the best of luck at UAB. Thank and, you very much in your career. So we're going to miss you here. I'm going to miss it. Yeah. Thank you for talking to me. Thank you.